Welcome into the Peloton People Podcast. I am your host, Anderson, and today I am joined by my co-host, William. Hello, hello. And we are very excited to bring you guys the first ever episode of the Peloton People Podcast, where we're going to explore all things Peloton. Our goal is to hear real-life stories from the Peloton people, the users of Peloton. We're going to talk news, rumors, our favorite things. We'll have interviews, all types of things to come. So make sure you guys are subscribed to the podcast and stay tuned for what we have in store. So, a little bit about me, guys. My name is Anderson, and I've had the Peloton bike and treadmill for a few months now. And let me just tell you, it is life-changing. You guys can find me on the leaderboard at AndersonAK11. And give me a follow, I'll follow back, and we can just stay Peloton friends. But recently, in March, I had ACL surgery. I had a complete ACL tear and a complete repair surgery. And the Peloton has really helped me get back into shape and get back into elite shape. So, I hope you guys are excited for what I have to say about Peloton, what others have to say, and especially what William has to say about Peloton. Hey guys, this is William, and my journey is sort of similar to Anderson's, and you can find me on the leaderboard. Well, you got to scroll way, 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 way down below Anderson, but I am at M-I-D-T-N-W-I-L-L, Mid-10-Will, and uh, like I said, he's toward the top of the leaderboard, and I am at the very bottom of the leaderboard. But one day we were sitting around, well actually a lot of days we were sitting around, and we were, all we were talking about was Peloton. Peloton this, Peloton that. And uh, so we thought, well wouldn't it be nice to like hear other people's origin stories and how they got into Peloton and all that kind of stuff. So that's one thing we're gonna touch on briefly today is just just our origin story um, and go from there. So and we'd love to hear yours as well. Yeah, so origin stories are always cool. Whether you see it in comics, movies, television, everybody likes a good origin story. And ours is no different from the rest. They all are very weird, they're all different, <laughs> and everybody has a different take on what their even own unique origin story is and how it builds what the future holds for them. So our origin story started out as, you know, a pipe dream almost. We wanted a Peloton for the longest. Uh, forever. Forever and ever I wanted to get a Peloton. And uh, let me take over this part here, because yeah. one day I'm I'm and I've been looking for used pelotons because we're not the richest people in the world, and and so I was looking and looking and looking, and then when the pandemic started, and I really was starting to look, and I was like, well, maybe we get a new one, and um, then then that just that wasn't going to work out because the delivery dates were way far away. So I was looking at them used and and everything. And then one day I found an, an ad on Facebook Marketplace for a Peloton Tread. And buried under the Peloton Tread, the guy also had a bike for sale. And I was like, oh man, this sounds perfect. Because it was it was like $14.50, I believe. And of course it was in Knoxville, Tennessee. We're in Nashville, Tennessee. So it was about a four-hour drive, three-and-a-half-hour drive from here. So I went upstairs to Anderson. Oh, we're a father-son team, by the way. William, the dad, Anderson, the son. So um, so I go up to Anderson's room and I go, hey, good news. I think I found us a Peloton. Um, bad news, it's going to be about a seven, eight-hour round trip. And he was like, okay, when do we go? Which I couldn't believe. I didn't, I didn't know he would be that into it. And uh, so you want to take over and do a little? Yeah, so... 
then, you know, we do this crazy thing. We're deciding that it is time for us to take a massive road trip to Knoxville to look at a bike that we're not even sure is completely what it seems because, I mean, it's a good price. It seems a little sketch, and obviously it's all the way in Knoxville, which is a big time commitment for us to go out on a whim. Yeah. But fortunately, as you guys can assume, it went pretty well as now we have the Peloton People podcast. Yes, and it barely fit in the in the in the car. And, it, and we were when we were there, we were talking to the guy, and he was like, "Yeah, I have a treadmill too." And I was like, "Wow, that would be so good!" But there was no way we were going to get a treadmill in in the car at all. Yeah, so, not that day, that, not with the. That's bike. a whole other story, by the way. We might even save that one for another another episode. That really is a story. <laughs> that oh my gosh, my my arms are still feeling the residual effects of that one. So we we got the bike home and we rode it the next. I mean, we didn't ride it that night because we got home really late. But we got on it the next day and we have never looked back. Um, you know, we're always talking about favorite instructors, which which seems to change over time, like all the time. Yeah. Like, like who's your favorite right now? I mean, honestly, I would have to say my favorite for running is still Adrian. He is the elite tread instructor he's great at strength work too but the bike literally does change i mean jess i'll go through jess king sometimes it's alex toussaint cody rigsby and with the new acquisition of bike boot camp you've got jess sims who's now over on the bike and she is phenomenal at boot camp as well but then cody's the only other guy that does that along with robin and i just go back and forth i love the boot camps yeah i uh my favorite instructor i don't even think i can i can even nail it down to one on on the treadmill side of things, I love Matt Wilfers. I can do anything Matt Wilfers. He is just so knowledgeable. You can tell he's a real runner. You can tell he really knows what he's talking about. On the bike, I mean, I, I like them all. I really do. I love Emma Lovewell, um, Matt Wilfers again. Um, I mean, all of them. I just and for different reasons. Now, one thing is kind of weird. You know, we're talking instructors, but when I pick a ride, I usually pick for music. And then, yeah. you know, the mainly because I like all the instructors. And uh, I sort of like all music, too. But I find myself, like, really going for the classic rock. And, and uh, ironically enough, the Broadway rides. I really like the Broadway rides as well. We'll get into the Peloton Facebook page later. And if you guys are Pelotoners and not in the Peloton Facebook group, you are missing out on comedy, information, and everything in between. So make sure you guys go to request to join that. Yeah, it's like a really cool community, which for the most part is pretty upbeat. And uh, it's, uh, it's, it's a good place to be. Reddit has a good... Um, a good section too. They have daily posts that are that are really good and really positive. And for the most part, I find like it's sort of weird because you're working out at home, you're kind of by yourself, but yet you're part of this big, huge community. Um, and and like you know, in our house, we've got one Pelotoner that is really, really good, and then we've got one Pelotoner that's really, really bad. And, uh, and and it's kind of cool. I mean, we, we can still talk about Peloton together. Um, Anderson's uh, girlfriend also Pelotons a lot as well, and she's really, really good too. So I really need to find somebody that's a worse Pelotoner than me. So that's kind of that's kind of one of my goals. I mean, it is possible. Looking at the leaderboard, if you guys are in search of leaderboard victories, or you know you like to bike to climb the leaderboard, there's people under you. I mean... You're you're top fifty percent. Sometimes, sometimes, um, and uh, oh, I've started doing the FTP rides 
yeah. lately, and I really, really like those. Um, I feel like I'm really improving by by doing those, and um, those are pretty cool. And uh, oh, one day when I was riding, I got a high five by Matt Wilpers, and I thought that was like the coolest thing. And uh, I don't even know if that's real or if it's something just you know computer generated or something, but it's still pretty cool. I mean, I can barely see, but I was like, I think that's Matt Wilpers, and I said, Hey, Anderson, come and look at this, and he's like, Yep, that's him. So I don't know if he just like peak. I don't usually take live classes at all. I, I'm I'm almost always on recorded classes. Early on, I tried a couple of live classes, and I just always like the metrics better when they pop up on the screen and you can see, you know, exactly what they called out. It's just a little bit easier for me. Yeah, exactly. It's, it is tougher when you have to really, really pay attention to the call outs from the instructors for whatever cadence you're going at, whatever resistance it may be. And the live classes just don't offer that, but I don't know if they're going to ever change that or somehow load it in where the, well, it's ready. Well, especially with the new bike plus, and we'll get into the bike plus, maybe not this episode, but you know, one of the cool things about the Bike Plus is it'll automatically do the call-outs, but not on the live classes. So that feature that feature is kind of useless the way it is right now if you do if you do live classes. And uh, and of course, you know, I always thought like in the early days of Peloton, you know, it's probably pretty cool because you probably got a lot of shout-outs and stuff. And then you know, you'll do a class now, and there'll be ten thousand people in in, in the same class. I mean that it, it's just mind-boggling the numbers on on the Peloton. It really, really is. Yeah, all all of it is so intricate, and there's a lot of talk about the Bike Plus and how the output is way different on the Bike Plus as compared to the bike because it's like calibrated basically through the cloud and all that kind of stuff. Because there's calibration issues with the current Gen, which is the Gen Three or Gen Two or Gen One, whichever one you have, but we have the Gen Three. And you see people that upgrade on the Facebook page, and they're always talking about, well, I'm so sad to see that my output's actually 30 lower than my best. And that's just the thing with the Bike Plus. I mean, it's it's the state-of-the-art system right now. So seeing how that grows and evolves will be really cool. But they just rolled out a feature that's still not live on our bike. I don't know who it's live with, but I think it might be just select people right now. But it's a skip intro button. Yeah, I've seen that. I, I haven't seen it on ours yet, but they... They just released that in the last couple of weeks. Yeah, and I'm hoping that comes to ours because while it's really great for first-time riders to learn where everything is, when you're experienced, you don't really need that extra 54 seconds of telling you where something is. Instead, you'd just rather hop into the ride. I know for me personally, I saw a lot of changes in my output very rapidly and early on. And every single time I get on the bike, I'm almost chasing my PR to see if I can get better. And that's one of the things that really motivates me. I know that doesn't motivate everybody. A lot of people use it as just a great cardio workout or all the other benefits it has. But I know for me personally, I am chasing my PR every single time. But what's crazy is I can feel the strength that I have gained in my legs, in my arms from doing arms classes, core from doing any type of strength classes, hit cardio, all types. I already feel that kind of stuff so quickly. And to see it and almost just feel it instantly is one of the coolest things I think about Peloton. Yeah, I, even even me, somebody who's really slow and old, um, I enjoy that aspect as well. In, the, in, our, in our very early weeks of doing it, I used to just try to keep my PRs pretty low so they were really easy to beat. And uh, I can't really do that anymore. Um, the 
other day, I had one PR this week. I did the Hamilton uh, ride, and uh, I, I I really like the Hamilton uh, musical track, and it just really inspired me. But I'm really um, I'm nowhere near as good as uh, or solid as Nikki and Anderson. So, uh, but but yeah, I, I enjoy I enjoy that aspect too. Now Anderson does like all the classes. I uh, I like the walk runs. I like the Peloton bike classes, and uh, ironically enough, I really like the restorative yoga classes. I mean, they are just really—they're kind of like what I hope the meditation classes would be. I mean, that, that just to me. I mean, it seems like you can really get into it and uh, stretch out a little bit and just really have some good um self thoughts going on so the funny part to me about restorative yoga is they always start out by saying you might need a jacket for this because it yeah. does technically lower your body temperature and the craziest thing is more often than not i kind of wish i would have taken a jacket with yeah. me and at first i used to laugh at that stuff but then as you're in these positions for like four or five minutes just stretching out your lower back muscles etc you're like Oh my goodness, I'm actually getting a little chilly right now. That is that is so very, very true. <laughs> it's crazy about that. And you guys heard him mention Nikki, and Nikki is my girlfriend, who will be on the show, hopefully. Oh yeah, we'll get her on. And uh, she is a really good palatoner as well. She is elite, elite. And, uh, you know, we always have competitions between the two of us, but, you know, I am a little bit better palatoner. <laughs> Yeah, but, well, yeah, yeah, you're probably right about that. They're both better than me, though, so uh, it's kind of it's kind of nice uh, this podcast because you you kind of get a you kind of get a perspective of somebody who I think is pretty good, and then you get a perspective of somebody who I know is pretty not so good. So, but but I mean that's the whole thing about Peloton, right? Yes, it's, like it's for anybody, and if you don't want to be on the leaderboard or check the leaderboard, you just double tap on your screen and it goes away. I mean, you don't even you don't even have to you don't have to write against yourself. You don't have to write against other people. You can just you can just do it. I mean, you feel so good when it's over and uh, at least on the bike, especially um for an older guy like me, I mean, I bounce back really quick on the bike. Um and but running, I used to be a real runner and I just can't run every single day anymore, but but biking, I can bike every day, no problem. And you know, you can always back off some. Um, speaking speaking of biking every day, that was one of the things that surprised me the most in the early days was just how uncomfortable the seat was. Oh my goodness! Like those those first week or two, you were like, oh my butt hurts so much. I mean, and but it goes away. I mean, so if you're if you're brand new to this, just stick with it because it, it honestly just kind of overnight goes away. Yeah, it really does. I don't even know the threshold at which that goes away. But you speak to the beauty of Peloton and that it's for everybody. It's very inclusive. And I think that is the main great thing about Peloton. They have so many amazing things about them. But one of their nicest features is that it really is for everybody. Even if the class is hard, the instructors are telling you the whole time, you can adjust to what you need to adjust to. And you can you make adjustments, not excuses. That's what Alex Toussaint says all the time. 
and it's all about just getting on and a lot of instructors talk about you've already made it you got on the bike yeah. and that is a huge part of peloton and that is the beauty of it and that's what we want to hear from you guys so hopefully on the show we can eventually and maybe even as soon as the next couple of episodes get other people's perspectives on peloton and why it's great for them and how they got into it, and that really is the goal of this entire yeah, thing. Yeah, just just like to hear people's origin stories, what they do, what their routines are. Um, just you know, just come talk Peloton with us. Like I said, it's kind of it's kind of silly how much we do talk Peloton, even six seven months into having the bike now. I mean, it's it's really it, it's really kind of borderline on crazy, but I mean, we really like it, and you know, living right here in Nashville. We even have a Peloton store here that is kind of open on a limited basis um, right now, but you know we can go over there. And so, I mean, it's just we just really love we just really really love Peloton. That's I guess I guess that's why we're doing this. <laughs> yeah, it really is. I mean, it's it's changed my life. It certainly changed your life, and it's just convenience for fitness, not only in terms of what you're doing, but how you feel. I mean, you feel so accomplished after a 20-minute ride, maybe even a 15-minute ride. It's just the maximizing of your potential and your and your time actually working out in 20 minutes on the Peloton feels astronomical compared to other workouts because I feel like I get so much more out of a 20-minute Peloton workout than I do doing almost anything else. Yeah. Because there's no wasted movement, never. There's no wasted time, no wasted movement. And on the bike, when you have pushes, you then are doing an active recovery the entire time as you're recovering to move on to the next interval and or climb. And the and the coaches are, are so good and solid too, so um, that's another thing. Um, and in the next week or so, we got Halloween rides coming up. I know, Halloween so, rides. New badges, everybody, and I, <laughs> I, I love the badges. And uh, I think I think Jess King always does a crazy Halloween ride. So she's one of my favorites too. She's sort of insane, but she's awesome. Yeah, she is. She is really really awesome. Which uh, speaking of insane, why don't you talk about that Peloton Bingo oh, article that you showed me? Goodness, it's pretty funny. Okay, so a Peloton Facebook group member, her name was Rachel. I I don't remember her last name. It was a three letter last name, and it was really hard to pronounce. So I decided I wasn't going to go with that to screw it up on the first ever episode of the Peloton People podcast. But nevertheless, if you're listening to this, Rachel, thank you for the amazing Peloton bingo because this not only brought tears to my eyes of how funny it was, but it's just so true. So a little backstory on the Peloton Facebook group. You have a lot of people in there that love Peloton. They they always are preaching that it's amazing. You've got some people in there that complain about deliveries and that it never happens because you've got prospective people joining this group that are thinking about purchasing a Peloton but then want to know experiences from the consumer. And you've got that. You've got people that are like, oh, just did my 100th century ride. So you've got people that love to post that. And so the bingo essentially is a whole sheet. Everyone knows pretty much how bingo goes of what you can see as Peloton complainers on Facebook. So just looking at this, if you were to browse the Facebook page for merely just three minutes, you could complete this entire bingo board. But So some of the best ones on here have to be instructors talk too much. So the instructors, you know, everybody has a different opinion on this, obviously, because it's complainers on Facebook. But the instructor's talking too much. There's different instructors that do different things, but you always will see from people, oh, this instructor talks too much. I wish we could just listen to music. 
But to counter that, just to play devil's advocate for a minute, that's sort of why they're there, is not only to talk to us, to tell us their story and sort of alleviate any pressure in our heads about biking. I mean, when, you've, when you're hearing somebody talk to you, it kind of just soothes what you're doing. You're like, oh, let's keep doing this. But then everybody is like in the comments, when someone posts something bad about an instructor, they're always saying stuff like, oh, you don't know what you just did, or people never do well talking bad about instructors. Yeah, it, it's so true. I mean, these are these are so funny. Like, uh, let's see, where, what's a, what's a really funny one? Uh, delivery delayed. You, you hear that all the time. You know, these days with bikes and stuff. And uh, then then the next the next little square is delivery delayed again. <laughs> so problem clipping in. You know, you'll you'll always have that when you first start out. Um, should I get the bike or the bike plus? <laughs> Dude, that one happens twenty times a day in the Peloton Facebook group. Yeah. The Peloton Facebook group's funny, too, because, you know, it, it's so big. I mean, what are there? 300, 350K. Yeah, 350,000 people. So there might be a 1,000 replies to a post on there, and you can't even possibly read them all. You know, no. you can't even you can't even scroll back far enough. So, But it is a neat way to get, like, just a snapshot, and people post pictures, and, and you know, it's, it's, it's silliness uh, personified, and it's really, really cool. But, uh, you know, here, here's one that says, call-outs are stupid. You know, like, some people just hate it when the instructors, uh, you know, call out somebody for, you know, their 5,000th ride, which I can't even imagine, by the way. But, um, and then and then the next square is, I didn't get a call-out. So, you know, like, it's, it's just like everything that somebody complains about, you know, there will be, like, the opposite complaint on there. It's so, it's so funny. So, you know, check that out. But it, it's great. Oh, heart rate monitor issues. You see that all the time. What's our heart rate monitor that we have? The Skosh. Yeah, the Skosh. It's really good. I, I uh, when I, we first got set up, I called Peloton, and they told me, um, the guy on the phone was like, you know, our, our heart rate monitor is probably not the best one. And he recommended the Scotch and it works so, so well. So um, highly recommend that if you want to, if you want to get something. And then our shoes, we didn't go with Peloton shoes. We just went to a local bike shop and uh, got shoes with the, with the Delta lock cleats and it, it's worked great for us. So it's, it's been pretty cool. So. You have anything else today, or is that is that a good wrap up for the first the first session? I think that's a pretty solid first session. One thing we have to talk about in the future, though, is the black market for Peloton apparel. Oh yeah, <laughs> as well as just the overall sense of everybody loves Peloton apparel. That's something I really want to dive into all types of the psychoanalytics of that because you know I'm a Peloton oh, apparel that's a whole, guy myself. Yeah, Anderson loves it. That's a that's like a whole a whole topic for itself. And we also want to hear from you and and you know if you'd like to be on the show and and just and just talk with us and and meet us and and you know we just want to hear about your Peloton experiences and you know kind of go from there. So any ideas or suggestions? We're gonna have a Twitter page. Yeah, we have we have a Twitter and an Instagram, so you can find us at Twitter and Instagram at Peloton People. So our Twitter has an underscore between Peloton and People, but if you just search Peloton People, you'll see the same image as our podcast, and that's the page you guys want to go ahead and follow. You can DM us over there, send us any ideas or suggestions, or if you would like to be on the show or inquire about being on the show. I mean, in these COVID times it seems more convenient to do things like this and we're pretty flexible with our time so yeah yeah so 
And, you know, whether we have a mic in front of us or not, we're probably going to be talking a little bit of Peloton. So, um, you know, we'll try to keep up with news and, and stuff like that. Oh, I want to give a shout out to um, a podcast I listen to, The Clip Out. It is such a good podcast. I think on their first episode, they had Matt, Matt Wilpers, you know, as, as their guest. But their podcast is really, really solid. So I wanted to give them... Um, a shout out for sure. We'll have to talk stock prices in the future too. Just yeah. talking about the growth of Peloton. And it's been pretty amazing. This is a real, real deal community that really does support each other. And you see this in the Facebook page. Yeah, and I think I think they're going they're well positioned even for when COVID hopefully soon is finally comes to an end or winds down. I mean, I would so much rather work out at home you know, in our little Peloton room, then go to the gym any day of the week. It's just, it's just so easy. There's no excuses and, uh, you know, we love it. So anyway. Yeah. So guys, thank you all for staying tuned for this first episode. We can't wait to bring you guys more episodes like this and more with the community itself. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Peloton people and make sure to subscribe to this podcast, wherever that may be, whether it be on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, It will be available almost anywhere. But until next time, it's been the Peloton People Podcast. Peace out.